Thank you for downloading the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. You can find more helpful advice at focusonthefamily.com slash parenting podcast. Years ago, there was a professional tennis player who was famous for his tantrums. He would break rackets and throw stuff and scream and literally throw himself to the ground. And it was really awkward and uncomfortable to watch. And there's a reason he was so angry. And it was probably because when he was young, there was nobody to help him understand and process his emotions. I'm John Fuller, along with Danny Huerta. And Danny, uncontrollable anger really can um, erupt out of our boys in particular at an early age, girls too, but boys in my experience a little bit more easily. How can we as parents, especially moms, teach our our sons in particular um, that, you know what, that tantrum, it's not okay. You got to learn to deal with that stuff. Yeah, you want to respond and redirect right away with, with kids. And there are some kids that have a a, a much harder time with this, especially the competitive types. Uh, they start to lose or someone takes a toy early on and they get very angry fast. Mm-hmm. And it's good to help them learn self-awareness. And so with with some kids, you can do anger cards and help them see how it goes from zero to two or zero to five, zero to ten. And they may not initially get it, but the more you use it, the more they get the fact that uh, there's progression, and mm-hmm. once you get to five, you got to go do something else so that you don't explode on people. Yeah. And helping them see the impact that it has on other people is important. Hey, when you're angry, uh, this is how it makes me feel. That's good for for some of the kids. But another one, another way that I've, I've seen parents commonly use this, and I would I would say it's important to stray away from this, is using a punching bag or somewhere they can start to to unleash their their tantrum, okay, so but without hurting someone. Hitting a pillow or something like that, not a good idea? No, what ends up happening is they end up practicing that, uh, and then they get in a situation in the classroom where they can't do that, and they just unleash on a yeah. kid or on uh, someone else's property and damage it. So that has been some advice in the past that has been given to parents, and really it's about helping them learn to, to navigate the strong emotions and helping them understand where, where it's coming from. And as parents, also looking at ourselves, how do we handle anger? Um, because sometimes kids are mirroring what we're doing. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, well, right? I, I yeah. appreciate what you're saying. Get a big picture view, and Dr. Meg Meeker calls this uh, equipping your child with an emotional vocabulary so they can kind of process well. She explained how understanding emotions as a boy helps a young man grow into adulthood well and avoid the yeah. uh, tennis court temper tantrum. <laughs> Here she is now, Dr. Meeker, talking with Focus President Jim Daly and me. Meg, you make a powerful statement in your book that, and I'll quote it here, I am convinced that second to giving him life, giving our sons an emotional vocabulary is the greatest gift we can give to our sons. Wow. What are you defining as emotional vocabulary? What does that look like? You know, I know a lot of fathers would read that and go, wait a minute, you're going to make my son a sissy. And that's not (laughs) what I'm talking about at all. What I'm talking about in the early years First seven years of a child's life, for instance, mothers help sons identify their emotions so that they can learn what to do with those emotions. I think there are a lot of adult men who have a lot of anger and a lot of rage and maybe some sadness, and they don't know what to do with it. But because mothers tend to be very in tune with emotions, our emotions and our kids' emotions, and we know that 
as people get older, we need to learn how to control them and choose how we're going to act on them or not act on them. So, for instance, if a boy is upset and he hauls off and he hits his little sister, we go over to him and say, I know you're angry, and that's what it feels like, but when you're angry, you can't hit your sister. Right. Or I know you're frustrated at school, but you can't say something mean to your teacher. We do that with girls, but I think we don't do that with boys. So when I say you give them an emotional vocabulary, you help them separate out what feelings are what. So then they can say as they get older in life, okay, here it comes. Here comes my rage. Here comes my anger. Now I know what that is. What am I going to do? Yeah. And I think that's a really important life skill that we need to teach boys early on so that when they're in 20s and 30s, they can be in tune with how they feel and then they can control that yeah. or act on them or not act on them. You know, evidence of what you're saying, it just struck me. I was thinking about it, how, you know, a 20, 30 something might say to a friend, what would your mom think of what you're doing right now? It's rare that they would ever say, what you, What would your dad think? But it, it is, what would your mom think of what you're doing right now? Oh, man, she'd be so upset. Isn't that true? It's absolutely true because boys and moms early in life are very connected to he, she's connected to what he's feeling and he's connected to how she feels and, and concerned what, and concerned. And he wants to please her because he needs her to love him. Yeah. yeah. So in that practical sense, again, uh, you know, sometimes parenting is by the seat of your pants, if I could say it that way. So for a mom who wants to be intentional, how does she teach a, an emotional vocabulary to her son and at what age? And what does that look like? I think you can start really very early on when a child is three or four, because that's when their emotions begin to really yeah. come out. They'll cry. They'll be sad. They'll be angry. They'll get frustrated. That's and what really... is mom's goal at that point? So what mom's goal is to see what's going on in her son, pick up one emotion that she can say, this is what's going on in him. And when that emotion subsides, she goes over to them and said, you know what, Tommy? I noticed you were angry. And when you're angry, this is what it feels like. But I want you to know, you don't have to be angry forever. And when you're angry, there are still rules. Mm. And one of the rules is, this is what we would say to our kids in our house, you can't say mean things to us, you can't say mean things to other people, and you can't break our stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, because... Our son and our youngest daughter were very emotional and they would erupt and they would argue with each other. So I think that for mothers, because we're in tune with how our sons are feeling and how they're expressing it, we can fairly easily identify what's going on inside them, particularly if they're sad. Now, a lot of boys from the second grade, for instance, will cry at home. And what will some dad say? Stop, Stop crying. It. Men don't cry. Well, he's seven. So a mother would say, I understand that you're really sad, and being sad's okay. But here's what you do when you're sad. You may want to go in your room and cry, and it's going to go away. But don't feel bad about crying. Because I think if somebody doesn't come along to a boy and say that those feelings can be controlled and contained... It's very frightening for men. Let me illustrate it. I've done some work with many of the men in the NFL. And one of the most startling comments I heard from one of the men who'd won a Super Bowl, this guy who was very great at what he did, was telling me, 
here's what I don't understand. I grew up in a hard life. All of a sudden, I'm a teenager. I'm paid millions of dollars to go out and play this sport. When I'm on the field, we live sort of on the edge of rage because anger at wanting to win helps us in our sport. Hmm. But then we come home to our families, and no one tells us how to turn it off. Yeah. Because no one has said, you will feel these feelings, but here's what you do with them. And they literally didn't know how to have anger and frustration at home and control it and parent well. Now, these, this was a smart man, and he had a really good mom, but no one coached him in emotional vocabulary. Yeah, and so, Danny, it's really important for us guys to understand and recognize there's a tender part of life that we can model for our kids, and it's going to help them. A lot of it is about self-awareness and self-reflection, really what is happening. What, an emotion is simply a signal for us. Something's happening. We, we see something that's upsetting, mm-hmm. that's sad. So as parents, we can help our kids understand why, what it is that they're feeling and why. So from anger to sadness, those are ones that are very broad. You can say, hey, I can tell you're sad. What are you feeling sad about? And they may say, well, I'm actually frustrated or something else. And you help them come up with the right words, like Meg Meeker was talking about, with the emotional vocabulary. Mm-hmm. That, that is, that's key for a kid to learn and expand. And what you can do as a parent is maybe put up a lot of different words for different emotions. I think last I checked, there were 250 different words you could use for, for emotions. Wow. Uh, so what, what you can have is just, in general, a nice, rich list of those words so they can point to what emotion they, they don't know how to express. You know, they may be saying, well, I feel sad. Does it feel more like this? And you point to it, and they can begin to expand their vocabulary to help you understand yeah. how to come alongside of them. And the more they understand that this is not about anything other than you want to come alongside of them and help them successfully navigate and, and communicate what they're feeling so you can maybe meet a need if there is a need. Uh, that's, that's important for kids to understand that. Yeah. And would you say that there is a cultural component to this? In other words, um, you've referenced your upbringing in the Latino culture. Oh, yeah. Is it, it, is. Is it, is it a little harder in some cultures than others? Well, the the emotional generally in, with emotions, uh, it's harder for the for, for us as guys to hmm. go into the emotional world. And with the crying, it's it's a sign of weakness uh, from the the male perspective in general yeah. for most cultures. Yet it's also uh, a sign of sensitivity. And so, as dads in our home, we can set the the tone and the culture that it's very safe to cry and express a moment of sadness and sorrow and and going actually hugging your children, Mm. that can go a long way to creating a true man that is able to be sensitive yet uh, go after things. Just because you cry doesn't mean you're going to be timid and and completely avoid anything. (laughs) It just means that you're actually going to be able to connect relationally with people. And that's fantastic as a man. That's super manly. If Mm. I... If I can put that that word out there, yeah, uh, we want super manly people, right? And that is being sensitive and aware, connecting with our spouses and our kids. And sometimes that can be us modeling that it's okay to cry. 
Well, we've really dialed into dads, but um, as we have heard the last couple of episodes, Dr. Meg Meeker has written so beautifully about uh, the mother-son bond and uh, the the ability that you as a mom have to imprint uh, an emotional vocabulary and good processing skills in your son. We want to send a copy of her book, Strong Mothers, Strong Sons, to you as our thank you gift when you join our support team, either a monthly pledge or a one-time gift. And while we have said a lot about dads here, there's more at FocusOnTheFamily.com slash dads. Uh, look for other details and resources and help in the show notes. And uh, for now, on behalf of Danny and the entire team, Thanks for joining us today for the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Mm-hmm.